Oh, look at this. What have you here as you surface with a large Rubbermaid container? I'm well, pretty sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, right? Because yeah, like I'm, this is the box that I bring out to yeah. camps yes. with like all of just... All of the things. Like old slides. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to cut the uh, scout slide things, here, some yeah. cup slides in there. Yeah. Got, look at this. I got some leftover like Beaver's 40th anniversary crest. Wow. I got um, some cup car. More recent cup car. Uh, cup car crest. So it, and, but it's kind of becoming crests. a collection of like stuff that, you know, I've actually been part of, right? Yeah. Yeah, for but sure. We went to Tangle Trees. There's some crests for that. Yeah, yeah. Got some older Jota Joti badges here. Mm-hmm. Um, some leftover like beaver-y badges. Yeah. And, but then also like vintage stuff, right? That has surfaced somewhere along the way. It's like this beaver-y birthday party, 1992 in Camrose, Alberta. So oh. this is my, this is like my secret sauce. So yeah, whenever <laughs> I go out to. It's an interesting turn of phrase for a, uh, badge box but <laughs> well i mean so basically every time i go yeah. by the scout shop mm-hmm. i always go in because tara at the scout shop maintains a you know a collection just on her desk of like badges and old stuff yeah stuff that's been discontinued stuff they no longer use right so right. whatever i you know whenever i go by the scout shop to pick something up i always go and raid the, the box of the leftovers bit. if mm-hmm. you will yeah. but then of course i also you know always make sure i order a few extra crests so the end result is i've got this huge box of just all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. all kinds of crests. And then when we go to events where there's badge trading, mm. if my yes. youth have their own badges to trade, well, great, good on them. But if they don't, you I can, can just dip be like, in there. Yeah, and... Here, take a dozen, go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. So, but yes, one nice thing about cleaning that room out is that this went from being half empty to basically being stuffed full and bursting. Almost time to upsize. <laughs> I think so. Hello, Ella. How are you? Did you want to sit in for half an hour? Okay, hang on. I got to get the extra mic. Well, welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff You Should Know. This is episode 68. Sure. 68 sounds right. It's a nice number. Yeah. I like it. It's a good number. <laughs> Run with it. <laughs> All right. I shall. I shall indeed. <laughs> and you have got, well, actually, you've got three of us tonight. Uh, you've got myself, Scott or Ken. Scott or Colin is here as well. Hello. And my daughter, Ella, is here. Hi. There you go. <laughs> um, and you know what? Like, I mean, it's getting on towards your bedtime, so you're probably not going to be able to stick around for the whole of the episode. But since you are here... I figured we might uh, ask you a few questions. Since this is now your third year in Cubs, mm-hmm. and uh, so that makes you that makes you a howler, doesn't it? Yep. Crazy. You are one of the people in charge of the pack. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you looking forward to in Cubs this year? Like the sleepover that we do every year. I can't figure out which one we're going to. We went to the Tallest World of Science last year. Aha, it's the other T one. Troll Museum. Yeah, we're going to go sleep with the dinosaurs. This time I'm going to try and beat the boys to the (laughs) T-Rex. That's always a challenge getting to the T-Rex. Yeah. 
It'd be a popular dinosaur, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I my sleep by a Stegosaurus in a bottle. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Stegosaurus was my favorite dinosaur. Mm, don't knock the Stegosaurus. That's where I stayed. Yeah, I know. Juliana did. I remember the last time we went there. Juliana didn't really want. If Julie or one time, I think Juliana was just like staring at the T Rex. I'm like, mm. don't even think about it. <laughs> we did it on our class. Just one more thing. We did it on a class as a field trip in grade four. It was so funny. Someone had brought, we all brought flashlights, but somebody's flashlight was point, was facing the T-Rex. He kind of looks a little freaky, illuminated only by a single flashlight in the dead of night. And the flashlight was moving, <laughs> so it looked like, and it was moving like closer towards where I was sleeping. I'm like... Oh, I just see the shadow on the wall I'm facing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a big dinosaur. My dad, of course, was my... Well, he was one of our Cub Scouters yes. back when we were in Cubs. Yeah. And he always tells the story of... Um, I don't think it was Chris Holm. I think it was Chris's brother, Robert. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, who, like, you know, just, like, raced ahead. He had to be the one under the T-Rex. And he mm-hmm. got the spot. Mm-hmm. And then promptly proceeded to not sleep a wink all night because he was just staring up in abject terror at teeth. <laughs> so, uh, you know, funny. sleeping under the T-Rex is cool, mm-hmm. but it's not for everybody because, you know, then you are still sleeping under a T-Rex and you have to stare up at T-Rex all night. Yeah. For some people, this might be awesome. For other people, well, a lot less teeth. so. Yeah. yeah. I like the Stegosaurus. He seems less threatening somehow. Yeah. That's, that was my jam back in, back in the day. Back. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or his tail. Mm. Or yeah. I, I still like the story of how they named his tail. How's that? Well, the tail of the Stegosaurus, mm-hmm. right? The little arrangement yep. of spikes yep. yeah, is called the Thagomizer. Oh. And... What was funny is that, um, gosh, I can't even remember when this would have happened. Maybe the eighties the or the, it's either the eighties or the nineties. It was like right when the far side was a thing, right? Remember the far okay, side yeah, cartoons? Yeah. 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 Um, and some of the younger were, listeners will have to look that up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, the far side was a, a series of one panel cartoons that, uh, ran in many of the funny papers mm-hmm. for, Oh gosh, years. It was by a guy named Gary Larson and they were, it was a very particular kind of humor, but yes. they were just gut splittingly funny most of the time. I quite enjoyed them. Yes. But anyways. But the thing about, the thing that Larson realized is that paleontologists had not actually named that part of the Stegosaurus. Oh. And so he did one of his panels where it's, you know, a bunch of his cavemen sitting around a projector screen. Because, you know, of course, mm-hmm. I think it was a pretty screen. Might have been a, what, a chalkboard or something like that. But anyways, yeah. you know, like they're sitting in some kind of lecture mm-hmm. and it's a picture of the Stegosaurus's tail. And there's the one caveman up in front of the group and he's, you know, delivering the lecture and he's got his pointer and he's like, now this part we call the Thagomizer after the late Thag Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I see. And <laughs> the crazy part is, it got picked up in paleontology circles, and it's now. Oh, that's funny. The, the, it's funny. the going term. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I like it. So, uh, yeah, there you go. You learn something new every so day. Paleontology stuff you should know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're doing a little crossover here. Yeah, you know? we're just uh, <laughs> temporarily rebranding the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, the sleepover is fun. Um, 
That is, of course, uh, an event we do joint with the Beaver, Beaver Scouts. It's our first um, Lincoln event. I thought the Scouts went to... No, not the Scouts. We don't usually drag them along. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes we bring a scout or two, yeah. depending, right? If they have a sibling in Cubs, they've tagged along in the past. Kind of like I will with Juliana, maybe? Well, I mean, you and Juliana are both in Cubs, so you're going to be there anyways. Elena's going to be along for the ride as well, because she's in Beavers. Yeah. Gosh, I got three of you in the program this year. Just wait till Will comes, and I'll be in, like, (laughs) Ventures. And there'll be four kids going on different days. I got to think about that. Would you be in Vents when... Yeah, you you will be in Vents. Yeah, you'll be in Vents when Will joins Beavers. Ah, the the family logistics. Who cares? Well, it's kind of cool, because next year and the year after that, I'll actually have... uh, the set of three. Mm-hmm. I'll have one in Beavers, one in Cubs, one in Scouts. Oh, there you go. Not you know because Ella will go to Scouts next year, and yeah. then obviously the year after that, yeah. and Juliana will still be in Cubs, and Elena will still be in Beavers, and there's actually a gap. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like a one year gap where I don't have anybody in Beavers, and then Will will join Beavers. So then I'll have Elena in Cubs, yeah. Juliana in Scouts, and Ella in Vents, and then I'll collect all four. Right. There you go. So there you go. And different levels too. Mm-hmm. Yep, but um. So, like, next year, right, next year, um, the option could exist for you as a scout to tag along on our trip. Because I have both siblings who are going to the thing. Yeah, and I think we go to the Reynolds next year. Yes. But. Correct. This this is about this year. So. Yes, it's about this year. So, yeah, back to the trail. Um, Oh, so you rotate in three then. So, you do the Reynolds and the... Telus World of Science and yeah, then Reynolds Telus World of Science and the Terrell. Oh, and the the whole point of the three peat rotation is that no one, um, you know, I'm not repeating it basically while a youth is in a particular section, section. right? Yeah. So, you know, if we are go, they are are they always crossover events? This like, one's always a linking event. Yeah. This one in particular. Yeah. So okay. what we've done is we've gotten more aggressive about getting camps on the board before. So like this one used to actually happen kind of early on in October, but we've pushed it back to later in November because then what we can do is we can get another camp, um, on the board prior to that. In October. Right. So Ah, for the Cubs, we've got one fairly early on in October, Uh um, which I don't imagine I'll be able to get to because, um, what is that? That's your birthday weekend. Yes. And then... Um, we've also got one on the board for the beavers. Actually, I have to adjust our schedule for that one because mm. we initially thought maybe the weekend of the 13th, but that's not going to fly. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to tack on to the Devon Jota Jody camp. Oh, okay. Yep. Which is, uh, taking place obviously for Jota Jody, mm-hmm. October 19th, 20th, 21st. Mark it on your calendar. Yep. It'd be like really cool. Cause it could be like, I can't like. It could be like, I don't know how to say this, but have I ever went to the jo- Jody Camp thingy? No, like we missed last year because mom went out to Vermilion with all of you while I was in Ireland. And then... And you brought back those long bus? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, actual like Willy Wonka rapper yeah. from the 1960s yeah, movie. I, I remember oh, you showing me so that amazing. song. And then for, like, those were really cool. And then for, like, my birthday, I think, like, you saved them or whatever, and then we, like, gave them those party favors or whatever. Oh, watch out. Oh, not again. Yeah. 
Don't cool. drag the hardware off the table. Yes. Okay. No, that was, yeah, that was kind of the whole idea. Like she saw them. I sent her a photo. I'm just like, I found these. She's like, we need those. We used them as party favors for the kid's birthday. It was great. But anyways, um, so yeah, last year, obviously it didn't work. And then this year, um, it would be wisest if uh, none of us was at that camp since, you know, the, the Saturday is also known as um, me and mom's wedding anniversary. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, you know. That would be the best way. No, nah, I shouldn't uh, necessarily spend that in a tent. But but, but we should we should have a, a moment of throwback here to uh, the years that our advisor would come out to uh, uh, the 100-plus scout camp with us and help work it. But then go back, you know, drive back. Disappear in the middle of it. And, uh, on Saturday to... Uh, go and be uh, have an, his anniversary dinner and whatnot with his. Yes, because we almost always situated yeah. hundred plus on Ian's anniversary. Yes, it was yeah. the weekend after Thanksgiving, which yeah, I <laughs> think I think I think one in what was it one in seven years yeah. it would work out that it didn't <laughs> fall on his wedding. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, yeah. Uh, so that's what the beavers are going to, and actually, that's going to be really good because. What I'm trying to do, and I need to do some follow-up uh, tomorrow, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to reach out to some of the different internet and mobility providers. Mm-hmm. Basically be just like, look, if you got like a truck that you can run a portable hotspot out of, mm-hmm. you know, come set it up and sure, put up all the feather flags and have some marketing materials on hand and whatever, mm-hmm. else. like sell yourself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you can like come to this site, put a hotspot in the middle of it, mm-hmm that the youth can just come and connect to at whim, that would be really great mm-hmm. because like Jamboree on the internet had like, well, Joda Jody in general had like 1.5 million participants last year. Wow. Yeah. It's an insane number. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize it was that big. That's like, mm-hmm. that is like one of the biggest scouting gatherings period. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It is. It's just, it's huge. When, when you um, think about that. Yeah. Well, and so it's like, you know, I, my hope is that one of the mobility providers is going to like jump on board with them and be just like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. This is like great community outreach. Totally love to support that. Mm-hmm. Put a hotspot in the field and then we can, you know, make it so that, cause like last year, and again, I wasn't there for this, but like I've got all the computers just in the room back there. Yeah. Little tiny things. Um, not very powerful, but they'll run an IRC client. All right. Mm-hmm. And we set up a lab of about eight of them. Mm-hmm. So the group that we sent out there, they, Set it up and... They set it up and then, you know, people were able to rotate through and chat online. Yeah. And that's great. But the hotspot at the Lions campground where they do this isn't particularly powerful, isn't all that high bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So with the eight PCs there, it was kind of pushed to the limit. Yeah. Bogged down a bit. Right. So my thought was, you know, if we can get this, you know, higher well, bandwidth hotspot kind of, parked kind of out sta- in the field... Standalone... And then in addition to running that computer lab, mm-hmm. we can also, you know, invite youth to bring their own devices, which I know, I know is we've, kind of we've discussed, Yeah, we've at, kind of discussed this at uh, on, on various podcasts before. But so. I submit that, you know, in this particular case, because a significant portion of it is focused on communications over the internet, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the one time you can make that exception. And you'd yes. still have to lay down the ground rules. You know, oh, it's yes. Like, if we catch you using your device for not Joti, yeah, you know, 
the device will probably be confiscated if we catch mm-hmm. you using your device to look at illicit materials. Mm-hmm. That's a one-way ticket home. Yeah, no, for sure. But um, it's like there's the, ways of setting it up exactly, for sure. But know, there's there, there's there's you know ground rules to lay down and all yeah, that for right. sure. But it's like it's the one time you could really allow them to bring devices to camp because. Mm-hmm. The whole, you know, the whole Jyoti concept involves getting online, chatting online, Mm -hmm. and, uh, or connecting to the scouting Minecraft servers, whatever. Minecraft (laughs) servers? Yes. Yes, there's official scouting Minecraft servers. Can you show me that? Yeah, well, I mean, like, we're not going to be able to make it to the camp, but I'm sure we can get you online at some point over that weekend. Is it like play Minecraft with other scouts? Yeah, they actually have, like, building competitions. Okay. It's cool. Count me in. Actually, no. Do they have potion brewing competitions? I don't know. I don't know that much. You know more about the actual ins and outs of Minecraft than I do. I'm more into combat than anything. I think I think they do like structure building. I think is kind of their big thing. I could build a skyscraper in like an hour. Ah, well, there you go. Details anon. But the point is, um, I think that would be really cool. So that's what I'm kind of working on right now. Mm-hmm. Just trying to, mm-hmm. you know, get that partnership in place and uh, try and enhance that camp a little bit, even though I won't personally be there. Yeah. But I mean, like, if I am going to be sending some of my beaver scouters and beaver scouts mm-hmm. to the camp now, I have people that I can, you know, rely on to get it set up the way I need it. Yeah. No, that's cool. So aside from the Tyrell Museum and this Joda Jody camp, mm-hmm. um, so Ella, for you, it's the, uh, it's it's going to be like the Tyrell Museum is going to be kind of the highlight for of the year, you think? Or is there something else that you guys have planned that you think you're going to to really enjoy? Uh, I look or, forward uh, to the sleepover every year. Yeah. But yep. there's, like, other things I really like, like the Bait and Powell Banquet. I look forward to that every year. No, oh, that's good. I like the end of the year. I liked our science fair thingy. Oh, yeah, they added that at Cover E, didn't they? Yeah, the thing I look forward to most is you just said it. Cabo-ri. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to end the year, for sure. There's actually two Cabo that happen simultaneously uh, in May, last weekend in May, in the Northern Lights Council. Well, at least in the Edmonton region. Because I have to be careful when I say Northern Lights Council, since that also encompasses eh, the Yukon and yeah. the Northwest Territories. Yeah. But... Um, <clears throat> So there's two cabaret's that happen in the Edmonton area. One happens at what used to be called Ernest Pool, now Tanner Camp. Uh-huh. The other happens at a field at CFB Edmonton. We have a partnership yeah. with the base. It would actually normally cost several thousand dollars to rent the field, and it evidently is available to rent. Uh-huh. Um, but they give it to us for free, which is awesome. Very Thank nice you. of them. Mm-hmm. Shout out CFB Edmonton. Uh-huh. A lot of people... My favorite part was when, like... There's like this little hook thing at the top of our tent. Willa brought a lantern. And then like the evening, Willa somehow brought her earrings. So we'd like try different earrings on Willa. It would be so fun. Pierced ears. Gotcha. Very, very uh, exciting for mm. those who do not and have since them. And since the mm. boy, boys were getting annoyed about, I forget what, but like we, and then people were trying to, Miriam was trying to get into our tent without permission, so we made passwords for our tent, and then I'd be like, what's the password? And I think our first one was peanut butter mango. Hmm. It's not the sort of sandwich I'd make. No. But. Or, 
Or a password, I'd guess. But. Yeah, so I guess it works in that regard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we changed it. Well, that's good. You should change your passwords periodically. Not yeah. too often, though. That actually does weaken your security over time. Yes. Well, that's We awesome. changed it every day. <laughs> peanut butter mango, peanut butter apple, whatever. I'm detecting a theme. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like most passwords, <laughs> based on a theme. Oh. It was most likely peanut butter something. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Alrighty. Well, no, that's good. I, I'm looking forward to Cubbery as well. Um, actually, all of the big camps, right? Cubbery, Beavery, um, Funorama. I'm really looking forward to Funorama. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Funorama was good. Do you know what's I remember when the boys would keep chasing us around and we'd hide in the girls' bathroom. I'm going to have to have a chat with pretty much three quarters of my <laughs> cub pack. <laughs> <laughs> But but it was really fun, and we met this, like, girl named Sienna, I believe. Well, that was when we kind of first just encountered the Third Edmonton in general. They, they've they been pretty cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we've done a few more things with them since then. That's neat. Yeah, we've done one. We did. lost count. Well, yeah, we've done a few things. And we and we kind of keep bumping into them, too, at different events, right? So. Mm. Uh, they go to different events. I saw Fred Edmonton at the Cabaret, but I didn't see him at like, I didn't see Sienna in particular. No, it's just like everything else, you know, you yeah. might see the same group, but not necessarily the same people because mm-hmm. oh, you're not going to be at Joda Jody. No, right. but she might. Exactly, right? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she'd be at like a Funorama or a Cabaret, maybe. You know what? I doubt it because I think she was telling us that Sienna. she actually should technically have been in Scouts and she was only hanging out in Cubs for an extra year. Maybe I'll Because her brother was there. And so she'll be like, oh, gotcha. Up. Yeah. One of those. You can do that? Um, Unofficially, yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> Oh, why didn't I stay in Beavers for another year? Well, you know what? You can, you could potentially do it in Beavers, but that would get bored. It's a little different in Cubs. If you'd stayed in Beavers another year, you'd have gotten bored. Guarantee you that. Um, four eh, years in Beavers is... I could have got my North Star Award. Well, okay, yes, that is true. You could have, because Canadian Path would have been fully implemented by then. But you know what? <clears throat> Perfectly fine otherwise. Hey, you can work on your CNE award this year, though. Yeah. I mean, you've already got a chunk of volunteer hours under your belt, so. I don't have a belt. (laughs) My belts even fit me. So there there you go. Yes. (laughs) I am duly informed. (laughs) Uh, Remind me to send you an email about working on figures of speech. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um... No, that's true. Uh, Literally, but yeah, no you, do, you do have a chunk of volunteer hours done, which is good. And we then, got like I don't know five. Yeah, about five. Six-ish. So the next, I mean, as long as you've got all the outdoor adventure skills you need, as long as you've got your project done, but you've got a whole year for that. So <laughs> yeah, you are good. I kind of like it how like the howlers get to decide what activities we do. Sometimes, <laughs> can we decide what we actually like do? At, like, our trail museum thingy. Because I kind of wanted it to be, like, uh... How do I say this? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I kind of wanted to be, like... You know the place where we sleep every year? Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping this year that they could, like, explain, like, how each dinosaur survived and stuff. Well, maybe. We can ask them. And what I they mean, ate and whatever. I mean... That, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea to keep in mind 
because like normally one component of the um the stay at the Terrell is the hike outdoors through the Badlands. Oh right? mm-hmm. yeah. Of course like- Nove- late November it could be precipitously cold. So if in fact it's entirely too cold outside for everybody to go for a walk. Um, we could do that. Taking a walk around the gallery might mm-hmm. not be a bad alternative to that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they give you free time in the gallery anyways, but yeah, a guided tour of the gallery was sort of like a, a, an in-depth, this dinosaur lived in this region of the world and ate this and blah, blah, blah. That could and actually be a really good idea. survive like this and like what size they were and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this, like the T-Rex, like one T-Rex's head was up in the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that would be a really fine suggestion. I'm actually going to keep that in mind. I'll, I'll pitch it to the Terrell uh, when I correspond with them next. Should I go get some a pencil and a paper so we can write these ideas down? That's okay. I'll be reminded of it when I edit the audio for the episode. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of, that, that actually gets to a really good point too, is that, you know, we do try, um, especially in, you know, well, I mean, we try it in Beavers too, but like, especially starting with the Cub Scouts, you know, we really try and let youth input drive the program. And the Howlers are actually supposed to be the real leaders of the pack, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously the Scouters are there to, yeah. you know, make sure everything runs along smoothly. And we do a lot of the <clears throat> heavy lifting in terms of, you know, developing how a particular, uh, meeting topic is going to unfold right but you know ideally yeah we should be collecting input from the youth and we should also be you know relying on the howlers to actually be the ones to implement you know whatever the meeting topic happens to be we should be relying on the howlers to be the ones to take that back to their lairs and then sort of you know lead their lairs in doing whatever it happens to be that we're doing that evening um, with, you know, a scouter or two on hand to help out and advise as, as needed. Um, Whether that's going to be how it works out in practice, it remains to be seen, Mm -hmm. but that's certainly something that we're trying to do more of this year. And then also the howler's job will be to collect the feedback from their, from their lair, right? So, you know, did the lair have fun? What did they say about what we did? And then um, you tell it to the leaders. And, and then you bring that back to the scouters and sort mm-hmm. of kind of build up this relationship where, you know, we sort of are constantly um, communicating with the pack through the howlers to do things and then to collect feedback and hopefully make the cub program better and better as we go. Mm-hmm. As I recall, I remember sometimes seeing Mary, she'd ask field trip and she'd ask, how did you like it? And we'd all be like... We like this a lot. And then we'd see Meredith run over to you guys and whatever. Yep. <clears throat> Just tell us. Yep. She was kind of the prototype of that for sure. Um, she was all, we also formed a girls group with her. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an all girls lair this year. We may, we may take that in a bit of a different direction. It was great last year. Cause then like. It was, but it was yeah. lopsided because we had. I mean, we were running six layers, but more than one sixth of the pack was female. Mm. So the end result was we had you a know, very this, small girls pack. No, we had a very <laughs> large girls lair. We had 
we had an oversized lair <laughs> yeah. for the girls, and then a couple of the other layers were like we're dwindling. Like so with, small. Like, I think one was down to about five by the end of the year. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we need to rethink how we distribute kids around here a little bit. Yeah. Scouter Allen is just like, last year he's just like, okay, do you guys want a girls' pack well, thingy yeah. or not? And then the whole red layer is the girl. The whole red layer is just taken over by girls. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we did put it to a vote last year, and you know, overwhelmingly, the vote was that they wanted the the girls only layer, and you know, so we went with that, and it worked. But I think this but year we're probably going to go in a tiny. Well, it yeah, it just it was unbalanced. So I think this year we're going to try and just go with you know. Uh, we're going to divide everybody up between different layers and hopefully kind of keep the numbers more even across across the board. I have nearly 50 cubs this year. Wow. That's a lot of cubs. I know. Is that split between two packs or is that just one pack? Oh, it'll be two packs. Yeah. And one yeah. of them is Juliana. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Your sister has come up to cubs. But uh, no, we have... That's a lot of cubs. That is a lot of cubs. But I mean... 50 divided by f- how many groups there are, whatever that, n- how many groups you can make, whatever that number is, how many it's in each group. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure it's quite, f- it might be 48. And if it's yeah. 48, that's like ideal because then we can have like the, the six packs, eight people in each pack or six layers. Yeah. And actually that's kind of like, I know in Cubs, mm-hmm. when we were in Cubs, uh, under the old program, it was all about the sixes, right? So you, know, yeah. you had a group of six. Yeah. Um, Unless the, it wasn't even up to six or whatever. Well, yeah. But like, I mean, the, the ideal was, you know, because it was called a six, you know. So the ideal was that it comprised of six cubs. The sixer, the seconder, and then some younger cubs. Um, but under the Canadian path, the ideal is actually eight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have one or more howlers, one or more trackers, cluster of runners. Mm-hmm. And then the reason for that, is, the reason that eight is kind of the number in mind is then, of course, that's also the scouter to youth ratio. So the right. idea is, you know, you can have like a scouter per layer, eight youth per layer, scouter is there. Yep. Um, and that's just kind of, that's been baked into the program by design. Mm-hmm. So if we wound up with 48, then that would give us six even layers. Of eight people. I'd take it. Mm-hmm. I oh, would take it. Oh, one more thing about what I look forward to this year. Hmm. Pub car racing. Well, who doesn't look forward to that? The uh, My cup car went nuts, and so did Juliana's. Yeah, well, we... Uh, Hers was a blur in that one video. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's... Well, I mean, you know, it's great when like because your cub car i think was the fastest overall yeah i got first place in the second round eve every time yes you did i got like 23 in the first round then i got nine in the second round Hmm. yeah so i think you won first place in the fastest heat overall correct because they they sort the they sort the cub cars into different heats by speed we've talked about this in the past yeah I was but, on red track. Yes. But you know it's you know it's going to be a lopsided result when the fastest cub car is getting beat by a beaver buggy. Cuz like Ella, I mean Ella's cub car was a rocket. Mm-hmm. But Juliana's beaver was buggy lightning. was even faster. 
And I did like multiple test runs, you know, setting up the track and Juliana's beaver buggy won every time. Mm-hmm. You know, Ella, Ella's yeah. cup car was a close second place finish. It was like, was like lightning. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, like I was helping out with the cup car races running the track. But yeah, my wife afterwards was just like, on the one hand, it sucks that they don't give out prizes for the beaver buggies. Yeah. Juliana probably would have yeah. got first place. But on the other hand, it's a good thing they don't give out prizes because it wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we've got a, I think we've kind of got the, the formula figured out. It's all in the wheels. It really is. It's all in the yeah. wheels. Mm-hmm. Like that time you added everything you could to make the wheels go really fast and then it went really, really fast. Well, I don't do, that's the thing. I don't do much with the wheels. Um, it's just, you know, a little bit of pipe cleaner to make sure that there's like no loose end, like yeah, clean, no clean the hole in the wheel out. Yeah. No burrs in the hole. Yep. And with the Beaver Hills rally, we're allowed to puff some dry graphite powder in, ah. you know? All right. Just so, nothing well. like oil or... Right. You can't use, you can't use wet lubes, but they do mm-hmm. allow in the rules document, they say you can puff in some dry graphite powder. Oh, so, so okay. dad add some of that and my car went really fast. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and just... Uh, yeah, just care and attention to the wheels seem to be the big trick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, making sure that the the same that they the run was nice run and clean. true as opposed yeah. to a bit of an angle or whatever. It's using the graphite lube because it was allowed. Yeah, um, and then also where the wheels like you know basically around where the wheels meet the car, right? Mm-hmm. Just making sure that that was you know nice and smooth, sanded down, mm-hmm. so that you're not picking up friction there. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and yeah, that worked darn well except yeah the funny thing was my do you know what was really funny my toad car wasn't very fast but like the car looked like toad like you know toad well he only won the race so oh well no he's a toad that was toad car sorry that was two years ago it was a two toad stool so like that's the second year was a mario actual cart and the first one do you know how Toad's like a toadstool with like a face and arms and legs mm-hmm. and stuff? Mm-hmm. This would be the Mario character for those of you uh, following along at home. Yeah. And yeah, um, we made we painted the car white and we covered it with red paper dots so it looked like Toad's like the yeah, big just, puffy yeah, thing yeah. on Toad's head. Nice. And like so it looked like Toad riding in a mushroom car. A this has become our theme. That's ah. flat with wheels. Mario. The, Unless uh, I get Peach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been aiming for a Peach car for two years. <laughs> and I got Toad and Mario. The The theme of Ellis Cub Cars is basically we go to uh, Toys R Us. Oh, and yes. Connects. The Connects building system evidently has the Mario license. Oh. And so, so whatever, like if I got the building Mario, I'd shape the car as a hammer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> like they have, and I mean like so many of the different, so many of the different toy series have them, right? Lego mm-hmm. does it. There's, mm-hmm. I think there's a Minecraft version and there's yeah. all kinds of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, if I did Minecraft, people wouldn't vote it unless I did a Fortnite. Well, <laughs> hmm. um, but no, like there's the mystery minifigs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just go to Toys R Us sometime. Look, yeah. look at like just, and they just line the way to the checkout, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, we, we were there buying a birthday present the first year and we had looked around for like mario figurines and hadn't really found anything not even in the amiibo section but then just as we're checking out with this birthday present that we also needed to buy mm-hmm. just like oh uh look mario minifigs mystery minifigs just mm-hmm. grab one see what's in it 
And so it was Toad the first year, and it was Mario yeah. himself last year. So I guess we'll actually, see what next year brings. Actually, do you know what was really funny? I thought it was Peach's dress when I felt around in the mm. bag, but it was Toad's butt. Yeah, it was his head, more like it. But, no, uh, it was his butt. No, oh. that was the crown, sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. His shoes were like... <laughs> well, I mean, it worked out. And his shoes came. It worked out, and a lot of people liked your Mario design last year, too, so that yeah. was good. Went crazy. I remember when I stuck like rainbow star stickers and paper rocket boosters. Yeah, I think most of them are still attached. Yeah, I can go get it. No, no. Well, I mean, we're talking into a microphone. Nobody can see it anyway. So okay. I can. I think I've posted a picture though on the Instagram account. I believe you have actually. Yes. Pretty you sure I did. It? No. No, oh. but uh, I mean, I can. I can look. But I'm pretty sure I posted something on the Instagram account that would have been from like March of this year. So, mm-hmm. anyways. You should probably think about getting to bed. Ah. I know, I know, but you should probably think about going and lying down. Go read for a little bit more. Okay. All right. Uh, come get me when there's podcast next time. Can be arranged. Okay. Thanks. Longest banter session ever. <laughs> but yes. <clears throat> um, you know what? That actually works well because I hadn't really. Um, initially, again, this was, <laughs> we're bumping this again. Initially, um, I actually had Parker lined up to join us. Right. Because I don't know if you've been on Quip, but like he and I have been kind of working on some packing list notes. Yeah, I'd seen some stuff come across my uh, my email. And so um, we uh, we will do that episode mm-hmm. um, because I think that's a good one to review. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the last minute, he was not able to make it tonight. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, some family stuff came up. Yeah. No worries. So, another time. Yes. You win some, you lose some? <laughs> I guess so. I should probably wrap it up for the night anyways, uh, yes. because I still have to make sure that kid over there has gone to bed, and then I got to get upstairs and do the same myself. And where did I put Quip in all of this? Because I think there was something that I wanted to mention. There's always stuff we want to mention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I have two shout-outs. All right. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. So, first shout-out goes to Neil, mm. who uh, left a comment on, I think, the last episode, or is either the last episode or the last Scouting 5 episode. Uh, I posted it to the Scouts Canada discussion group, mm. as I often do. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, Neil left a comment. He says, I have your podcast on auto-download on my phone now. Mm-hmm. So, that's awesome. Thank you, Neil. Yeah. For that's subscribing. Awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> It's nice. To more people more. should do that. Exactly. If more listenership not, is good. Be like Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, similarly, uh, Joe, who uh, I believe uh, Joe Vantour, he is one of the uh, page admins, actually, I think, mm. for the Scouts Canada discussion group. Yeah. Um, he's also the guy to talk to, like, if you want to scout collectible badge trade stuff, uh, he is the guy for that. Yes. Um, he says, I listen on the weekend when I go into the office to catch up on work that I didn't finish during the week. Mm-hmm. I am very happy this podcast exists and look forward to each new episode. So thank you very kindly, Joe. So mm-hmm. that was Neil Luby and Joe Vantor. Shout out to both of you guys. Thank you very thank much. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And as always, of course, to our friends at Scouting Radio for rebroadcasting all the episodes to their worldwide scouting audience. If you're mm-hmm. listening to us on scouting radio right now, thank you very much, first yeah. of all. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, let us know, reach out and get in touch. We would, of course, 
Love to hear from you. Questions, Gouter Ken? Mm-hmm. How does one get a hold of us? Ah, well. Um, of course, you can send us an email, scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message. Easiest way to do that is go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com and just pop up the sidebar. There'll yep. be a little option to leave a message there right in the uh, in the sidebar. There'll be a link yep. and that'll take you to a webpage where you can record, I think it's like 60 or 90 seconds of audio. 60, I think. You can work on your radio voice. Yes, you yep. can. Right in your browser window. Yeah. Yep. Um, Rich baritone. Yep. That's what you're gunning for. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Scouting Stuff Podcast also has a voice message link, which mm. uh, actually just embeds the same widget, but in Facebook. It's rather ah. cool. Um, Twitter.com slash SSYSK Podcast or mm-hmm. Instagram.com slash Scouting Stuff Podcast. Other ways you can get in touch with us. Um, and of course, you can leave us a review on Stitcher, Facebook, or iTunes. Yes. Um, all good ways. Yes. And of course, subscribe to the podcast. You know, because all of these things not only let us know that uh, you care, um, but they also... <laughs> that we're loved yes. and cared about. <laughs> but they also actually help the visibility of the podcast yes. so more people can find us. And yes. That is, of so course, we can rank higher thing. than Bernie Sanders again. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> but... We've got to take our uh, opportunities when they come. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, uh... That is it. Hopefully I can resurrect the audio in the mid part there. Yeah. It was a good discussion. It was a good discussion. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, out there, thank you for listening. And until next time, be prepared. <laughs>